Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Whether you've been on Snapchat for a while, have wondered if it was an app just for teens and millennials, or you've never even looked at it because you thought it was going away. Well, in this episode, you will understand why the time is now, not just to get on Snap, but to make sure you're using Snapchat the right way to monetize your time in social media. I bring to you my favorite expert, the guy who has helped me improve my Snapchat game. And let me tell you, it has been a game changer. Ah, I can't even say enough about Snapchat. If you're watching late night TV, if you're looking at infomercials right now and you happen to see the Pio infomercial, you will see the Snapchat influence. And you know, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that Snapchat is partly responsible for the current number one status of my Pio infomercial. I really figured out how to capture that authenticity direct to camera using my iPhone from learning how to use Snapchat the right way. And today I bring to you my resident expert, the creator of Unwrap Snap, and he happens to be my son, Brock Johnson. All right, Brock Johnson, tell us why we should be interested as business owners in Snapchat. Well, Snapchat is expected to grow 15% this year, while Instagram is only expected to grow 5%. So their growth rate is down. Yes, Instagram's growth rate is down, and that's because people still prefer Snapchat 20% higher than Instagram stories. Also, Snapchat ads perform 1.5 times better than Facebook ads. Okay, that's interesting, especially advertising, because I think Facebook ads feel like a mystery to so many people. I mean, I will tell you honestly, I don't create my own Facebook ads. I consult, but I've got a team of individuals who that's their full-time job is figuring out the mystery of Facebook ads because it is that incredibly valuable. Like it is like printing money if you can figure out Facebook ads. So if you're telling me that Snapchat ads perform 1.5 times better, that has me intrigued, but I honestly haven't seen like the little guy, like business owners using Snapchat ads yet, or am I missing it? Actually, I did see Zumba the other day. Yeah, there are smaller brands are starting to use actual Snapchat ads and it's becoming more available, but even just ads that are on story, so even just the normal click-through rate of people asking for engagement, asking Mm. for screenshots, asking for chats and direct selling through Snapchat stories is five times higher than the average across all other social media. So not even specific advertising that costs Mm -hmm. a lot of money, but just the free advertising that you can do on your story, the engagement for that is so much higher. For example, I know this is anecdotal, but recently I went on Facebook and promoted a diet beta test that I was doing. I think we had a thousand people sign up over the course of, I don't know how long it was. I have almost a million followers on Facebook. I did the same exact thing on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. I think we left it open for four hours and we had over a thousand people sign up and I had to close it down. And by the time a thousand people had signed up, only 6,000 had viewed that snap. Mm -hmm. So I can't do the math, but I think that's (laughs) really good. That's really, really good. Yeah, no, and I've experienced the exact same thing. So Snapchat, my viewership numbers aren't as high as they are on Facebook and on Instagram, but but the engagement levels 
on Snapchat is what is absolutely astounding. And that's because Snapchat is, it feels so much more personal mm. because it even has the word chat in the name. Mm -hmm. It feels like you're having a direct conversation with someone and you're able to chat them and direct message them right there. And most people will reply and you can see when they've opened your message. It just feels so much more personal and more real than a Facebook live does or the, or than an Instagram post. It does. The way I feel about Snapchat is reminiscent of how I felt about Periscope. Mm. So, you know, I just, and even still, I think doing a Periscope video feels so much more real and closely connected than even doing a Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. But yet I've switched over to Facebook Live because it seems like fewer and fewer people were using Periscope. Now I'm making that analogy because I want to know in that it seems Facebook's playing around with Facebook stories. Mm -hmm. And because Facebook owns Instagram, there's now Instagram stories. Yeah. So to the person who is on both right now, they're on Instagram, they're doing Instagram stories, and they're doing Snapchat. Mm -hmm. How do you justify staying on Snapchat when you can't argue the fact that there's, there is right now more people on Instagram? Absolutely. So there are more people on Instagram than on Snapchat. And chances are, if you're 99% of the population, you have more followers on Instagram than you do on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. Here's a number that most people don't know, and that's that 50 million more people every single day watch Snapchat stories than they do Instagram stories. So mm -hmm. you may have more people on Instagram, but I've had mm -hmm. so many people reach out to me and say, I'm just not feeling it with Instagram stories. It seems yeah. like a cheap Facebook knockoff of Snapchat. And honestly it is. Facebook stories. <laughs> oh wow. Oh no, uh, yeah, no, we're taking shots. We're throwing shade here today. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> yeah, no, and now Facebook just came out with Facebook Day. And the people who are using it aren't seeing that engagement and they're not seeing their views go up the way you can on Snapchat. Yeah. And that's because like we've been saying, it's just, it doesn't feel the same way, the same realness, the same live authenticness that Snapchat has. Authenticity is the key, man. Mm -hmm. I think that's why Snapchat does so well. I don't like looking at snaps that I can tell have been repurposed from Instagram. Yeah. But yeah. when I'm on Instagram, mm -hmm. And I'm looking at someone who maybe they've repurposed it from Snapchat. I can't tell. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I love about Snapchat is that you can so easily repurpose the content onto Facebook and onto Instagram. How do I repurpose my snaps? Mm -hmm. Which the videos were obviously saving them to the camera roll, right? And then I can post them later to Facebook, but they're 10 second clips. So how, what's another way we can repurpose Snapchat content to Facebook? Well, you can repurpose it because those 10 second clips, mm -hmm. they appear as if it's a video. So it's like an already edited video. You don't Ooh. have to edit it yourself for hours in iMovie. Mm -hmm. You don't have to pay for an editor to edit it for you and then send it back to you. It's already edited. It's all your best takes put together into one continuous video that you can then post onto Facebook. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, not to toot my own horn, but to actually help our audience out. My Pio infomercial right now is number one as we're recording this. I filmed it on my iPhone. The inspiration behind it was what I was doing on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was I recorded, I would think about what I was going to say. And I have a hard time being concise. <laughs> and Snapchat has taught me to be, to speak in sound bites. The brain mm -hmm. can't handle these long run on sentences and it, it certainly doesn't work well in advertising. So what I did was 
recorded 10 second thoughts from my iPhone. And that's what we used in the infomercial as opposed to me just speaking on endlessly like I do on my podcast. <laughs> and and so I, I just have to say, like, it, it's like a good training mechanism. And I know you've done something with your sales video using Snapchat, which I thought was, I mean, you are my son, but I thought that was pretty brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one of the things that I use as encouragement for people who are scared to get on Snapchat. And that is that it's great practice for all other social medias. It's great practice for sales videos. It's great practice for any time your face is going to be on camera. So and, I know we didn't talk about mm -hmm. talking about this in advance, but I just think like, you know, build your tribe listeners. They eventually, dude, you got to sell. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you guys all want to help everybody and I do too. And none of us like selling. So, okay, fine. You don't like selling, but let's get better at helping people understand how you can help them. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways to do that is in learning to speak in sound bites. Yeah. So you did that. Explain to my listeners what you did for your sales video for your Academy Unwrap Snap. Yeah. So my first ever sales video was professionally done. We had one of those fancy white backgrounds and I had a nice microphone and all this lighting and hair and makeup. Expensive camera. Spe very expensive makeup? camera. Makeup? A little bit of makeup. <laughs> I, my face gets red. So, but it took hours yeah. and then it had to be sent off to an editor. Yeah. And that took a couple days. Yeah. And sure, it looked great, but my new sales video, which is performing way better mm -hmm. and connecting with people way more, like people feel like they're having a conversation with me, was filmed entirely on Snapchat. Mm. And that's because I love it because it's short sound bites, like you said. Okay, I'm going to interrupt mm -hmm. you for just a second. So for those of you who maybe aren't using Snapchat, when you say, Brock, mm -hmm. I filmed it on Snapchat, does yeah. that mean all of your viewers saw it? Or you f filmed it using Snapchat, the app, but didn't post it? No, 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 yes, exactly. So I used Snapchat, the app, as my camera to record the 10 second snaps and use that to put together and make my sales video. So my sales video doesn't feel like I'm pitching to you, just like the Pio infomercial doesn't feel like you're being sold to. That's probably why it's number one, because when you turn on late night TV, you're not seeing another cheesy infomercial. Mm -hmm. It's like you're watching her snap story, which is so cool to see on TV. So that's why I loved having my idea of the sales video mm -hmm. that is a snap story. First of all, it's already edited for me. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That's so a it time, time saver. It saves money, saves time. Yep, yep. So you guys have to check this out. Where can they see it right now? Where is it posted? Unwrapsnap.com. If you go there, you'll see the sales video and it'll be in Snapchat form. And that's really key because I think we're kind of tired of seeing videos that look like sales videos. How do you stand out? Like everyone's done the me standing in front of a white wall blown out like Apple. I think people have seen enough of like, oh, here's someone sitting at a desk in an office environment. How do you capture people's attention? How do you make it feel authentic? How do you make it feel like you're like reaching through the screen, you're actually talking to somebody? And Snapchat, like your video really is different in that regard. So I would suggest you go and watch this, like check it out. I know you're listening right now on your phone. So go to unwrapsnap. Dot com. You can see how Snapchat is, it's a great training tool. And I know this because I've done a lot of sales videos. I mean, since 2003, I've been doing infomercials 
and then transitioned to doing sales online. And it's evolved. And the more authentic, the more real, and the more practiced you get, the better. Learning to speak in sound bites, learning to, you know, like word choice. Mm-hmm. We have 10 seconds. Yeah, you can't mince words. You only have 10 seconds to get whatever point it is you're trying to make across. So it trains you to speak concisely and it trains you to use adjectives that aren't just the word very. And it mm-hmm. trains you to um, get your point across quicker and to the point. Do you think it was easier to film it that way versus your first sales video? Oh, yeah. It, it, it was way quicker. I could do it all on my phone in Snapchat save it right there to my phone and have it made, done, fully completed by the end of the night. Actually, the very first time I recorded this sales video, I- Before you did the Snapchat version? Before I did, no, no, no. This was the first trial of the Snapchat version. So Mm -hmm. this is my, I've done multiple now, but the very first time Mm -hmm. I recorded my Snapchat sales video, I saved it to my phone and I didn't edit it until I was backstage at MIA five minutes before I went on stage. I was editing it in iMovie, so it didn't take an advanced editor. I edited it backstage and put it on my website right there in like five minutes. And that is because Snapchat itself does the editing, if you will, because you can only speak in 10 second clips. So if you miss pronounce a word, if you use the wrong word, you just hit delete and you do those 10 seconds again. That's why it was so easy for him to put together, not even edit, just pull those clips into iMovie to have his sales video. And again, if you're worried about production, dude, again, I'm gonna tell you, look at the difference between Payo, the infomercial we did two years ago that basically you know, barely creeped along, had some sales, we spent I shouldn't say we, Beachbody spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on production and director of photography and director of lighting and craft services and these, you know, $10,000 cameras. And boom, I film it on my iPhone. The production is iPhone quality (laughs) and it's crushing. Why? Because people want authentic. Yeah. So can you share with us the five biggest mistakes you see business owners, brands, people are trying to grow their audience? What are the five biggest mistakes people are making on Snapchat? Yeah, so it's very understandable that people are making mistakes. And these are mistakes that I've made myself and I've corrected and learned from. So since Snapchat is a relatively new platform and people are just getting on it, these mistakes are very common. And these are the five most common mistakes that you can easily fix on Snapchat. So the first mistake that people are making is they're not being consistent. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by being consistent is they're not posting on their story on a daily basis. So since your my story only lasts for 24 hours, that means that basically your entire profile on Snapchat only lasts for a day. And once that 24 hours is up, all the snaps on it are gone. So if I go to follow, you know, a name Mm -hmm. that I know and they haven't snapped in the last 24 hours... I can follow them, Mm -hmm. but I won't see anything. Yeah, you won't see anything and it'll look like they're not there. They're not present on Snapchat. And a lot of times you'll follow someone and if they haven't posted on their story in a couple days, you'll forget that you even followed them. And then when they do post, you'll say, hey, what has this person been doing? Are they, they're not really that engaged on Snapchat, you know? Yeah, there's some people I unfollow just because I'm like, well, they rarely. They rarely post. I'm not going to miss anything. Yeah. So I might as well. It's weird with Snapchat. Like Instagram story, I follow a bajillion people Mm -hmm. and I see the people who I watch most regularly on snap it's weird you're kind of 
you're, what's the word? You're particular about who you follow because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is or if this is true for your the, your audience, mm-hmm. but I have to watch, it's, it's like I have to empty it. Like I have yeah. to watch all the people that I follow or I feel like I've either missed something. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, the view rate is way higher on Snapchat stories and people- Way higher. Way higher. And that is because like you said, it feels like you want to go through them all or else you're going to miss something. Yeah. And you know it's going to disappear. Yeah, you know it's going to disappear. And so I've had so many people say, the only people I follow on Snapchat are in your family. I follow you, Shaleen, Brett, and Janelle. <laughs> you know, and, and that's funny, but it's it's kind of true. Most people don't follow hundreds of people yeah. on Snapchat. So it feels more exclusive. There we go. Mm-hmm. When you're following someone, you're getting their content and you're not there to consume thousands and thousands of people's content. Like on Facebook, where you have hundreds and hundreds of friends and you're just constantly updating your wall. So it's much more intimate. Mm -hmm. It is much more intimate. And even though people are spending a lot of time on Snapchat, so the average user spends about 30 minutes a day on Snapchat. That's it? Uh, Yeah, which that seems not that long, but of consuming video, the average- they're 10 second clips. They're 10 second clips. So think about, yeah, that's a lot. That's 300. The average person isn't watching 300 YouTube Mm. videos on a day. The average person isn't reading- 300 Facebook posts or 300 tweets. That's a really But good the point. average person is the, and this is just average. So this includes all the people who have Snapchat and don't even touch it. You know, they're, they, they gave up on it or yeah. whatever. But the average person watches 300 snaps a day. That's a lot. That's a lot. Look, mm-hmm. Can I ask you one more question about consistency? Mm-hmm. How many is the right amount of snaps per day? Is one too few? Is a hundred too many? Yes. Or does it depend? Yes, it, it does depend. And there's obviously going to be days where you're busy and there's only a few snaps. And there's gonna be days where you are just really pumping out good content and there's a lot of snaps. And maybe your story does get up to maybe 40 or 50 snaps long. The average snap story is 11 snaps long. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's a good number to keep in mind is that the average is 11. So if you stay around 11. You have to imagine, if I can challenge mm-hmm. you on this, that that average of 11 is also including a younger demographic who snaps fewer snaps in mm-hmm. their story. Mm-hmm. So I've noticed since you got me on Snap yeah. that there are um, the, the younger the person, like teenagers mm-hmm. and yeah. even high schoolers, yeah. they do like one, two snaps a day. Yeah. And the more people who are using it in like maybe the upper end of the millennials, like up yeah. to 35 and yeah. maybe even 45, that they tend to have, they tend to use it almost reality style. Like, yeah. like you say, documenting your day. Is that yeah, and I think that might just because of the content that's available to be shared. A 35 year old is able to share a lot more knowledge and a lot more useful content yeah. on a daily basis than a high schooler, who you have to remember a high schooler too is in class for six hours a day. Yeah. So for basically, a third of the time they're awake, uh-huh. they are not allowed to be snapping. Uh-huh. And the things that if they were snapping during that time, it'd be boring because it'd be a teacher talking, you know? Yeah. It, it, so a lot of their time is taken up and they have sports and so they're not always trying to engage. And if they do engage, they don't always have the best content to share. They, yeah. There's not something that a high schooler feels they have to be sharing at all times. Well, someone who's a millennial, an upper age millennial, which is really someone in their 30s, would have a ton of great content. You know, someone right. who is a business owner or they're an up and coming brand and they're able to share great content on Snapchat. How do you know? Because I post 10 times more than you do, mm-hmm. but if I don't post, my audience is like, where have you been all day? What yeah. have you been up to? So what's the, what's the right amount? How do you know? So Snapchat, they do offer some analytics and that you can see how many people have viewed your story. 
So as long as that view count is consistently going up mm -hmm. or at least staying consistent, mm -hmm. then you know that that's what your viewers want to see. You know yeah. that you're providing them with enough content. If you see that your viewership numbers are dropping off, mm -hmm. which is great because you can see how many people have viewed your story. So if suddenly the number goes from 100 down to 40, yeah. then you know that you lost them in yeah. that snap. Yeah. Now, of course, there are going to be times where you posted something 24 hours and of course, 24 hours ago. And of course, that's going to have more views than a story that was posted three minutes ago. Right. Of course, that's going to be true. But if you're seeing that at the end of the day, a story has 900 views and the other story that you posted the day before has 2,000 views, then you know that there's something going on there and you could be posting more or just better content. Well, it also could be, for, for myself, I had to figure out that one of the days I did this like really super duper long rant. In fact, you called me out on it. And I had really high views on that day. I thought to myself, well, that really resonated. But I did get people respond back to me like that, you know, that was awesome, but it should have been a podcast, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then the next day, my story was shorter mm -hmm. and my views were smaller. But you got to remember, my views were smaller because I had just annoyed people yes, the yes. day before. Yeah. So you can't just look at your that day's stories. You have to almost look at like, Compare, okay, yeah. yeah, the next day what happened. Yeah. Because if the next day you've gone down, that's a reflection of what you did the previous day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true for sure. So if I'll give a bunch of great snap tips on my story and I get a bunch of people interacting with me, a lot of times the next day my viewership will go up by a couple hundred mm. because people are, you know, telling their friends or people are knowing to come back the next day mm -hmm. to view my story or if there's a day where I'm not posting a ton of great stuff or maybe I'm going on a rant like you said people will be like eh I don't really want to watch their story tomorrow yeah. because maybe I'm just going to get another rant yeah yeah uh, what's your next uh, must avoid behavior on Snapchat my next must avoid mistake on <laughs> Snapchat is just direct selling, making your Snap story a walking advertisement. You okay. know, people don't go to Snapchat because they want to get an ad from you. In fact, most people on all social medias don't follow you because they want constant advertisements. Mm -hmm. They want to see behind the scenes. They want to see the real authentic you. They want to learn to know, like, and trust you. Mm. You know, the, and that's what that's what's great about Snapchat is you can be really real and authentic there. I told on my story yesterday that you don't have to be all glammed up. You don't have to be photoshopped like you're getting with people on Instagram. You True. can be very real. And so I think a lot of people are making the mistake of just trying to sell on Snapchat. So every single snap they're posting is, hey guys, go check out this awesome product. Or hey, I'm, here's, a, here's my prices. You know, like every single thing on Snap shouldn't be a sales pitch. I think- What's a ratio? Yeah, a good ratio is probably 80-20. 80% of the time just being uh, real and actually providing content, providing um, story. Can you sell directly on Snapchat? Like, can you say, here's the price and you can, can you sell something? Yeah, so you like can. Like Snapcash? Yeah, um, you could. So the, that, that's, you could actually do that and say that here's a price. And if people have their Snapcash account set up, then Which they, has got to be very small. It's not very many people, yeah. but it's it's definitely a growing number. Mm -hmm. They could snap you directly money. So it's a cool feature that Snapchat offers that not any other social media has, which is a direct money deposit system built in. And it's backed by Square Cash. So it is totally safe and trusted. So basically what you can do is someone can direct message you the dollar bill sign in 20. And that's basically they just sent you $20. And in about a day or two, it'll be deposited into your account. I'm very confused by that. But 
So I'm not sure how many people. Yeah, do that. No, most not most but people don't I use that. Can I say, yet. hey, what's another alternative? What's another way? So you know, I've, I know I've got a really engaged audience. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, let's say I want to offer my consulting services. Yeah. How would I sell that directly or offer that? I should say. Well. I think a lot of people are using Snapchat to offer discount codes. Mm. So because... What's the right way to do that? Do you just post it and tell people, how do I offer a discount code and know people are using it or getting... Because I see what you're doing and that's very different from what I see other people doing. I see most people saying, screenshot this. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing is I will say, swipe up and send me a chat and I'll send you the link that opens directly in Snapchat. Why and do you do that versus screenshot this? Because if you screenshot it, then they have to do something outside of Snapchat. They have to remember to go into their camera roll, mm-hmm. look at their picture, yeah. and then translate whatever's in the picture they just screenshotted okay. into Safari. And then from there, they have to go to the website. You know, it takes time and it takes a bunch of steps that people aren't going to remember and they're just not going to do. And most importantly, they're not left on their own when I tell them to swipe up and chat. I'm having a personal interaction. I'm having a conversation with them. So I'm saying, hey, swipe up and send me a chat and I'll send you the link that opens directly in Snapchat. I I love using that phrasing because people for some reason are really drawn to something that sounds exclusive. So it sounds exclusive that the app or that the link opens directly in Snapchat. Yeah. And I'll send it to you. And I'll send it to you. So it's like really special. It's like I'm sending you this text message with this special link that you can use in Snapchat. Well, guess what? It's the normal URL. Uh-huh. There's no special coding. Just pasting Literally copy link. and pasting as if they were going to the website. But the great thing is, is they can then click on it in their direct messages. So you can't direct message someone on Instagram with a URL. It won't open. Mm, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, you can't do that. But you can do that on Snapchat and it'll open right there. So mm-hmm. boom, immediately. I do this with my Facebook Lives. If I'm saying, hey, I'm going on a Facebook Live, send me a chat and I'll send you the Facebook Live that'll open right in Snapchat. They that can then, was, the, I haven't done that yet. I do you that every single time. statistics, I'm like, dang. Every single time, hundreds of people. what I've been doing people. is old school. I've yeah. been saying screenshot this. No, yeah, no. So, okay, so tell me, you, you'll say, I just went live on Facebook. Here's what I talked even about. Even before, even before, I'll say, hey guys, I'm going live on Facebook at 5 p.m. Swipe up and send me a chat and I'll send you the link so you can be there. Okay. Now people send me the link. Now they don't have to go to Facebook. They don't what have to remember. What kind of engagement are you getting on that? Hundreds and hundreds. Like 15, 20% of my, everyone who views my story. Okay. Are swiping up and saying, hey, can I get the link? Yeah. Like my numbers on, on Facebook have gone way, way up mm-hmm. on Facebook lives, on everything. Just from people asking for the link and me sending them facebook.com slash unwrap snap so they can be there for the Facebook live. Wow. Yeah. Next tip. The next thing that you need to avoid doing on Snapchat is, I guess, being boring. But really what I'm trying to say is that you need to be real. Mm. So when you are real and when you're authentic. I think people worry that when they're real, that's boring. Yeah, but that's not. So it, it was funny. I had a Facebook Live the other day and I was talking about this and someone said i feel multiple people said i feel like my life is too boring for snapchat no Mm -hmm. one wants to watch my life i asked i think three of them what is it that you do okay actually four one said i'm a flight attendant and i said okay i'm 20 years old and i would love to know what a flight attendant does on a daily basis i would (laughs) love to see you waking up at three in the morning being frustrated i would love to hear behind the scenes of the passenger in 3b who is annoying and asked for 16 diet cokes yeah and then the next person said i am a personal trainer. 
How do I make that interesting? I said, wow. well, that's very interesting. You can share, you can share fitness tips, workouts. You can share diet plans. You can share what you're doing with each person. You could do the progress of each one of your clients. Oh, that's like, huge. There's so many. Like, and another person said, and oh, everybody I'm a- wants nutrition. Oh yeah, tips. everyone's Crazy. yeah, and of course everyone wants to yeah, of course do fitness stuff. Yeah. Another person said, I'm a wedding planner. Okay. I'm a wedding. Well, that's interesting. But what if that person's thinking? But I'm a wedding planner. But I only spend, you know, like an hour on my business each day. So what should I be snapping? Do And do I always have to snap about my business and what I'm doing? Or can I snap like me feeding my dogs? You know, because that doesn't work on Instagram. Yeah. But those yeah. behind the scene things. Yeah. So on Instagram, I don't want to see if I'm following your brand on Instagram, I don't want to also see a picture of your kid. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't. Mm-hmm. Unless it goes with your brand. I don't want to see a picture of your kid. Mm-hmm. Snapchat, I do. Yeah. Snapchat, if someone follows you on Snapchat. Why is it, that? We want to see different content on Snap. It's because Snap is, that's the way it's designed. Snap is supposed to be behind the scenes. It's supposed to be real and authentic. And it's supposed to be a sneak peek into the lives of the people you follow. Yeah. It's a, it's a chatting app. It is so different from any mm-hmm. other platform I've used. As I say, people follow you on social media because they've discovered you. They don't know you, but they like your content. Mm-hmm. On Snapchat, because of Right now, as we record this in the spring of 2017, at the moment, and I think things will change, at the moment, it's not easy to discover people. It's not. Unless someone says to you, oh, you have to follow this person, which happens. Yeah, so that's the exclusivity of it. So that means that people are seeking you out, which means they want to know more than just your content. They want to know who are you. Yes, they want to know who you are. They want to hear the frustration of your drive to work. Mm-hmm. They want to see your kids not knowing how to take off their jacket. So Chance the Rapper put this on his story the other day. He's a music artist. So of course, everyone would think that, oh, it's just going to be about music and mm-hmm. putting out good content. Or his, he, like, his amazing lifestyle. Or his amazing, lavish lifestyle. Yeah. He All of his snaps are about him and his daughter. He was doing a snap the other day where he was laughing at his daughter. How old is she? She's like a year or two years old. And mm-hmm. she, he was like, ooh, taking off the vest. Taking, <laughs> do I know how to take off the vest? And because his little daughter couldn't figure out how to take off a vest. Uh-huh. And so people were loving that. Me and my sister had a 10-minute conversation. Wait, hey, before we go further, Brock, what's your Snapchat handle? Ooh, Brock11Johnson. Number 11 in the middle. Brock, yeah. number 11. Brock11Johnson. Brock11Johnson. And yeah. I am Shalene Official. Yeah. All right. So that's really interesting. Well, do I plan what I'm going to post? Mm -hmm. Like if you're saying you want to see behind the scenes, how do I know what to post? How much thought do you have to put into that? Not a lot. Honestly, not a lot. I've seen seen some people who claim to be Snapchat experts (laughs) offering Snapchat storyboards. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding? What do you mean, storyboards? Yeah. So basically what they're offering is rectangles that you plan your snaps in. Oh. But you don't need to plan your snaps. One of my biggest Doesn't tips- just kill authenticity? Oh, it kills it so much. I mean, it, we're being real here. It's not yeah. reality TV like the Kardashians where it's all scripted. Like this right. needs to be real, real. Yeah. You know, the real, real. It needs yeah. to be authentic. So I don't do any planning. The only snap that I ever have that's planned is if I'm about to do a bunch of tips mm-hmm. and I'll write them down ahead of time so I don't get them confused mm-hmm. or my snap happy tip of the day, that's planned that I'm going to do that every morning. Yeah. So every day I start the day with a happy tip and that's planned ahead of time just for time's sake so that I don't have to 
you know. You're giving us so much great content. Yeah. We should do a follow-up where you're giving some of your best tips. These are things to avoid. Mm -hmm. But let's do a follow-up where you give some of the stuff that like is crushing right now that okay. people okay. haven't thought about For doing. Sure. All right. So next tip of things to avoid. Yeah. The next thing you need to avoid is not giving a call to action. So a lot of people are great on Snapchat and they're on Snapchat every day and they're they're being consistent. They're not selling all day. They're they're interesting, but they're not giving any calls to action. Mm. So people really engage when you tell them to. When you tell them when what to do. When you tell them what to do. Okay. So when you give them a direct CTA, a call to action, people respond and the engagement you get skyrockets. I think most people assume a call to action is a click here to add to cart but there's other forms oh, yeah. of call to, so what do you mean by a call to action on snapchat the two biggest call to actions on snapchat is screenshot okay and swipe up okay so give me an example of the average person who's watching and they have let's say a an online store where they're selling handmade goods on etsy mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they're snapping their normal day what is a good call to action? What would they tell people to screenshot or what would they tell people to swipe up and do? Swipe up and tell me what you think I should make next. Okay. Swipe up and tell me which of these three products is your favorite. I see. Swipe up if you want me to send you the link that opens directly in Snapchat that can take you to my uh, online uh, store. Versus screenshot this, but... Screenshots or, work too. Also okay. telling people, hey, I'm about to post my three new handbags that I designed. Okay. Wait till you see all three and then screenshot the one that's your favorite. Mm. So now you can check and see which one has the most screenshots and then you'll know that's the one that is people's favorite. And here's the little bonus about that. They just screenshotted it and it's into their camera roll now. So now when they're going into their camera roll later that night, they're going to see your handbag that they already know ooh, they like ooh. and it's sitting there waiting for Brilliant. them. Brilliant. You know what that is? Also, it's that our audience love to be co-creators they mm -hmm, love to mm -hmm. tell us what they want they next they feel like they're a part of it they're not not you're just like pouring out what yeah. is in your brain but you're giving them what they've asked for that's yeah. so good so i do this with facebook lives all the time okay. because i've been trying to be more consistent with facebook lives mm -hmm. but just like everyone else on the planet i don't always know what to put out i don't always have the content, like I don't always know what people want to see next. Because you know this topic so well. Because I know this topic so well that I don't know what people want to see. Know. I don't yeah. know what you don't know. Uh -huh. I'm not you. So asking people, what do you want to see next on my Facebook Live? Or having them vote. Swipe up and tell me A, B, or C what you want to see on my next Facebook Live. And now they're engaged. Yeah. Because now they're telling me what they want to see. And then the next day when I'm like, hey, a1, we're going to talk about this on my Facebook Live. Now all those people are like, my vote actually counted. Yep. And now I'm actually going to go watch that Facebook Live because it's something I wanted to see. And I told them I wanted it. That's mm -hmm. good. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Got another one for us? Yeah. The fifth biggest mistake is just that you have a bad profile and username on Snapchat. Mm. Yep. And this is, this is one that's going to hit home for a lot of you because a lot of you made your Snapchat not knowing you would use it for your brand. Right. You, you created it just <laughs> I'm as- I'm a great example of that. You are? Yeah. Why? Because I'm going to get the story wrong, but I had Snapchat mm -hmm. installed to spy on you mm -hmm. and your sister, but I didn't use it. I just used it to spy. Yeah. And then I used a fictitious Snapchat name. Uh. Katie Strong was her name. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
And I did that under, for some reason, when I got a new phone, it updated and it went to Shalene Johnson and then I couldn't use Shalene Johnson and someone else got Shalene Johnson. Is that possible? Yeah. I, there is someone else named Shalene Johnson that I follow. I'm like, why are you using my name? Oh. Can there be more than one username? No, there's only one username. So just like on Instagram, there can't be more than one Brock Johnson. You can only have one username per person. It's not like Facebook. Where Facebook, you can have unlimited Shalene Johnsons. Yeah. You can't have unlimited of the same username on Snapchat. Uh, There's only one username per person, basically. Okay, so then what happened with mine is there was a Shalene Johnson. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And so I had to make up another name, and I used Shalene Official. Which I think is a great name. Oh, why? Because it's easy to remember. And so that's what I tell people with usernames is as long as it's easy to remember. So I understand that usually you're Shalene Johnson on all of the profiles. But it's good that you're Shalene Official on Snapchat because it does make you feel a little bit more like a celebrity. It makes people think a little bit more because you have the word official. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, it's it's her official account. Like I see. she's a celebrity. This is her real so account. So my name is John Smith. Mm-hmm. John Smith's already been taken. Mm-hmm. Do you suggest I use John Smith 1234? No. Or how do I use my name or mm-hmm. the name of my brand mm-hmm. And if it's already been taken? Well, if it's already been taken, I'm sorry. You're out of luck. You're not going to be able to get that username and you're not gonna be able to use that. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna have to become creative. So if you have a brand, I definitely recommend, and you're gonna use Snapchat for that brand. Mm -hmm. You can name it after your brand. So someone came up to me at MIA and they said, hi. What's MIA? MIA is Marketing Impact Academy, the live event of (laughs) Shalene Johnson's that I spoke at this year about Snapchat. Yes, very popular speaker. Yeah, very the most popular speaker for sure. Oh, okay. But so someone came up to me and said, hey, we, our brand's name is All Aboard TV. That's what we are online. That's what we are on YouTube. That's what we are on Snapchat. Do you think it's a good Snapchat name? And I said, yeah, it is. Because if that's what you are everywhere else, then yes. So... Aunt Coco, Monica Gray, uh-huh. used to be Turbo BFF on Instagram. She's right. not anymore, but if she if she still was and if that was still her brand, I would say that's a fine Snapchat name mm-hmm. because it's the same People as everywhere it. else. Yeah. yeah. But if you're John Smith on every other platform, platform mm-hmm. and then you go to Snapchat and you're J Smitty 467 yeah. B emoji, no like no one's going to find you and it's so hard to remember. So what I advise is trying to make an easy to find memorable, searchable, easy to spell username. Ooh, easy to spell. Easy to spell is big. Yeah. If you have a last name that's hard to spell, uh-huh. aka Gary V, yeah. he's Gary V. He's not Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Because no one can spell Vaynerchuk. <laughs> that's why he's Gary V. Yeah. You know, so you have to pick a name that's easy to spell and remember. So Brock 11 Johnson is fine because I am Brock Johnson 11 or Brock 11 Johnson on, on all other social medias. Mm. But when I get people who message me yeah. and their name is Meg the Tree Lover, daughter of three, yeah. four kids, yeah. and that's your username? I'm like, yeah. that's a sentence. Yeah, yeah. No, that's okay, not okay. Okay, so what would John Smith do? Well, John Smith. Would he be John Smith official? John, John Smith. Yes. So there, he could be John Dot Smith. Mm. He could be Smith John. Okay, but then how are people going to remember that? It's just how you help them to remember. It's just it, how you help them to remember that. If okay. you have a name that your name is already taken, and most things about your name are already taken, then you're just going to have to help them remember. But yeah. John Smith official. You know, official is a great thing to add. Uh, if you're breaking up your name with a period, as long as you're not putting a bunch of periods and underscores, if if I was Brock Dot Johnson, that's fine. 
Yeah, but you would want to tell people, like for me, I'm going to say, remember, it's my official Snapchat, and that's how you remember it, Shalene Official. Remember, it's Brock 11 in the middle, Johnson. So yeah. Brock, you know, so you're kind of like, don't forget to help people remember it. Yeah, and the bummer with Snapchat is if you already have an account, you can't change your username. So I've had a ton of people message me, say, my name that I chose isn't great, how do I change it? And I'm sorry, there is no way to change your username right now. Mm. So you have to start a new account and pick a new username. Do you suggest people do that if they don't have a lot of followers? I suggest you do that even if you do have a lot of followers. I still think you can do that because anyone who follows you and really values your your content, they will move over to your new username. That's true. So once you start the new username, you just tell everyone who is already watching your old story on your old username to go follow you on that new one because you're not going to be posting on the old one anymore. And if they really do care about your content and if they really are an engaged follower, they'll move over. And the people who don't move over, you don't want them moving over anyways because they weren't that engaged. They didn't really care that much. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, there's still more that we can cover and I want to do that. So Brock, we'll have you back. And um, some things that you can look forward to if we hear from you. So send myself or... Brock a message on Snapchat and let us know if you'd be interested in a follow-up episode where I can have, I'll interview Brock and you can share with us um, your amazing tips for repurposing this content, how you have something that you're known for on Snapchat every single day, that's really key, your niche, and some of the things you've helped your students to do, how to use Snapchat to replace a Facebook ad for free, Mm -hmm. how to actually be discovered so that people can find you on Snapchat. Yep, how to, right? how to get a ton of new followers. Because a lot of people say, Brock, the searching ability isn't great. How, how do I get new people to follow me? I, there's a lot of tips I could give about how to get new followers. I've got one tip alone that can increase your Snapchat following by like 200% in like a couple days. That's huge. Yeah. All right. So send us a Snapchat message yep. if you'd like to have a follow-up episode with Brock. Yeah. That is Brock Eleven Johnson, and I am Shalene Official. Brock Johnson, thank you so much for being on Build Your Tribe. Where can people learn more about your online academy? Well, if you would like to learn more, it's unwrapsnap.com. You could be a Snapchat pro by the end of the weekend. In a couple days, you can master Snapchat for business. And learn how to monetize with that? Absolutely. It's all about the monetization. All right. As per usual, it's our goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. Yo, we are done. We out. This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Life Push Journal. You can learn more by going to smartlifepushjournal.com. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and they're just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. If you love journals, but you haven't found one that's simple and easy and allows you to take it with you without it being hugely cumbersome or weighing 10 pounds, this is a convenient, lightweight, simple to use 30-day system. This is not just a day planner. Hi, Shalene. This is Shelly Ayers and... My Smart Life Push Journal has helped me conquer one of my biggest goals that I procrastinated on for a whole year. That goal is done and it's in the books and I'm so happy. The journals have also inspired my 14-year-old and my 16-year-old daughters to plan their days. They easily came up with their own push goal and even helped me with mine. It's an exciting time to see my daughter's Take control of their life at a young age, and you help me inspire them. 
All I have to do is open Snapchat and say, see, that's why. Keep changing, keep growing, and keep teaching us, Shalene. You are my biggest hero, and I'm possibly your happiest and biggest fan. Maybe not, but I think you're amazing, and I appreciate you. So check it out. Go to smartlifepushjournal.com and learn how you can get your health, fitness, life, and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to smartlifepushjournal.com. Smart Life Push Journal.